Hello and welcome back to Diggs in Distance post-game Viking Packer border battle special edition podcast. I got Colton Moss here again to talk about the game. Um, the Vikings, of course, came out on the short end today, losing 43-34. to Overall hard-fought game. <coughs> First half was lower scoring, second half... Well, second quarter, Green Bay picked it up, and then the second half, the Vikings scored some late points uh, to make it somewhat interesting, but never got super interesting uh, at the end. But anyways, there's some positives I can take out today's game, but there's a lot of work that still needs to be done. Uh, with that said, I still predict the Vikings to win the division. We'll see, of course. Um, our defense needs some work, but I, like I said, I also saw some positives. So anyway, I'll put Colton on, let him just talk about his initial thoughts, and then we'll get into it a little bit more. I thought it was a dang good game. Our uh, defense looked pretty good, and yeah, the Vikings defense needs to pick it up. I think they're kind of lost without um, Daniel Hunter out there. They would have, I think they would have done very well if Hunter was out there. All right. And Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good today, too. Yeah, 340-plus passing yards. Um, Like I said, I can take some positives out of it when Cousins actually passed, which it took him the second half to start throwing. But he actually actually had some pretty nice throws, hits Elon on a couple touchdowns that were pinpoint accurate. Even though our defense needs work, one thing I must say is even though we did leave a few guys wide open, just like last year with Rhodes and other guys, um, we also had some really tight coverage on a few passes as well that Rodgers threw spot on. So that's just one of the positives. I When you're at least that close on coverage, yeah, you still need work to knock the ball down or whatever, but when you're at least that close... To the man, um, I can take some positives out of that. It's not like every single play we got burned by 10 yards. So I can take some positivity out of that, as well as how Cousins threw the ball when he actually got asked to pass. Um, And then even for Delvin Cook and Madison, um, I like the holes we gave them at times when we ran the ball. Um, So that was good. And then I also like Kirk stepping up more in the pocket this year. They said he was going to work on that. So I did like seeing that, but hats off to Green Bay. They were the better team today, no doubt about it. So I'm not going to make excuses, but it was a good game for sure. Um, Just stuff to work on. So what else you got right now, Colton? One thing I'll add, because you didn't add it and I was going to, is... Kirk looked dang good, as you said, and he also ran the ball, which I think was pretty good. He had he had that he could have done that last year, and yep. he didn't. And he stepped up his game. He looked Rogers esque today. Rogers esque, I'll say that. Yeah. But uh, Rogers looked good today too, and so did Cousins. So did you guys as running back. He looked good, just like ours did. Yeah, um, so that's the thing. If Cousins can step up more like he did today and create some, um, create or create more time for his receivers or even rushing lanes for himself, 
I mean, we saw last year was his best year of his career to date. He had a pretty good year last year, statistics-wise. And if he can continue to step up besides, I think his game will only move to that much higher of a level going forward. I think the only thing that killed you guys today was your defense. If your defense would have helped you out when you guys scored the touchdowns late and not not step back Mm -hmm. and let Green Bay score, I think you guys, I think it would have been much closer than what it was. Yeah, and with that said, um, I mean, we were close in coverage a few times, so it's not like we got burned every time. Um, so just some small tweaks, but like I said, well, and also I said coming into the game, even though I thought our defense could be better going forward with the young corners we have, and even today I saw some signs of that. We gave up 43 points, so it sounds silly, but... Even compared to some of the times Rhodes got burned last year, I thought we were at least closer in a lot of coverage, um, even though we still gave up some big plays. So I'm hoping going forward, you know, they can knock some of those down. But um, anyway, like I said, Green Bay, hats off to them. Um, You know, hopefully we can stay (laughs) within reach of them going forward and see what happens next time we play them. I still think it'll be a fight to the finish for the division, personally. I don't know what your thoughts are on on that, Colton, but I still think regardless of who wins the division, it's going to be a tough race to the end of the year. It is going to be a tough race. After what I saw today, I, I am agreeing with you that... You think it's the Vikings and Packers, it's going to come down to those teams. And I kind of am actually agreeing with you now after from what I saw today. The Vikings just need to step up on defense. Their offense looks pretty damn good without Stefan Diggs, which I didn't think was going to happen today, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, and honestly, we'll see what happens. Um, I even said this at times last year when we went no huddle, but seeing how successful they've been in no huddle at times with Cousins, so I wonder. Green Bay. So I, has Green Bay. Yeah. Um, Green Bay's good at it too. Yeah. Yep, for sure. But what I'm getting at is I wouldn't mind, like Green Bay did today, even when they were leading, you know, I wouldn't mind Minnesota going no huddle more often just to mix it up, even if it's not all the time. Because Cousins has looked, even last year, when we did do no huddle, he looked very comfortable mm-hmm. in that setting, and we had some big plays out of it. Plus, it keeps the defense from subbing guys in and out and gets them tired. So I wouldn't mind seeing it more regularly, that's for sure. Yeah, and coming out of halftime, that big run, I think uh, not having Kenny Clark on our defense kind of showed in the beginning, and then we stepped up to kind of stop them. Yeah, you guys had a few injuries today. Um, Obviously, you don't want to see anybody get injured, so um, even as a Viking fan, I obviously am hoping Clark and um, his name's slipping my mind right now. Lane Taylor. Yeah, Lane Taylor, thank you. Um, and then there was one other guy, too, that was injured for you guys. But offense, I can't remember the name. Anyway, I'm hoping they all come back for you guys. Um, Clark's obviously looked, uh, or no, Lane Taylor's looked serious. Um, I forget what they said about Clark's injury now. It, but Clark's injury is growing. In, oh, that's right. Yep. In, um, 
which oh, can yeah. be tricky depending on how severe it is. Groin yeah. injuries can be tough, but like a um, like a feeling was it last year? Yeah, I, yep. And Lane Taylor, um, it didn't look good. You you know yeah. you hope it's, it's his knee. You hope it's not serious. Uh, it's his knee. I have seen guys carted off before where they had a bad sprain or something, and it's not as bad as they original thought originally thought it might be. Although looking at the pain on his face, you know it doesn't look good. Um, I don't want to assume anything till we know, but it doesn't look good. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But um, one thing I'll mention though is you saw. What do you think of uh, Madison coming in a little bit when we didn't see Cook? You mentioned it. And I yeah, did too. I mentioned it too. Um, in the moment, I was wondering what was going on with Cook. Um, with that said, Madison actually ran the ball pretty well again today. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have a problem with it. And I've seen Zimmer do this before where our second back will actually get a fair amount of reps compared to some team's second back. Um, so yeah, I did notice it and wondered what was going on, but Cook came back in later, so obviously it wasn't an injury or anything, I don't think, but... They must do the same thing that Green Bay does with... Multiple backs. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and A.J. Dillon. And A.J. Dillon, I think we both can agree, looked pretty good. Yeah, the limited time he got, the few carries he had, I thought he did look pretty good. Um... Also, um, I'd say, well, another thing, the Vikings weren't, when they did try to blitz, again, hats off to Green Bay, they seemed to pick it up well. Um, I noticed one play in particular, probably happened more than once, but once in particular, I even commented to Colton during the game that Aaron Jones made a nice block on a blitz, um... And when your running backs can do that, uh, that definitely helps because there's some better than others. Um, Adrian Peterson, when he was here, as much as I loved him, that was one of his knacks. Besides not being great catcher, was <laughs> when they took him out on third downs, especially towards the end of, of his time in Minnesota, because first off, he wasn't a great pass catcher, so you didn't leave him out there. Second of all, he wasn't a great blocker by any means so that was a couple knacks on him as good of a running back as he is so um when you have a guy that's willing to block on those blitzes it definitely helps for yes sure. it does so i would like to see green bay pass to him to jones yes yeah is it still going yeah it's still um so Vikings next week we go and play Philip Rivers and the Colts. We might even just briefly talk about that game um, in our post game here, and uh, it's gonna be our game for that one. And then Green Bay faces Detroit. So um, yeah, actually, if you don't if you don't mind, Colton, um, let's just briefly preview that. We'll talk about it more in the well. I shouldn't say that because I obviously haven't decided what games we're doing next week yet. So we can briefly preview it. But first off, let's just start with the Packers. You guys won today, so we'll start off with your team. 
Um, what are your initial thoughts on the Detroit game next week? Detroit looked like they were going to beat Chicago, and then they did typical Detroit things and blew it. So, including a drop pass in the end zone that could have been the game-winning touchdown. From what I saw today, they it was a back-and-forth game, and... They let Chicago come back, and I did not want to see that happen because I want Nick Foles to come in earlier <laughs> than, than expected. But Detroit looked pretty good from the little time you and I watched it, and that was after the uh, Green Bay and Vikings game. But like you said, they yeah, I mean, we both were in shock that he didn't catch the ball. He dropped it, but yep. they could have won it. That's typical Detroit for you. I hate to say it, but that's typical Detroit. Um, and then just briefly on the Colts game next week. Um, what did, what did, actually, uh, I was just going to look here because when we the last time I checked, it was 17-17. So let's just see what the Colts did. Um so, you don't need to see Tom Brady. I'm just gonna look it up here quick. Um, sorry about the delay. Just want to see before our game next week what the Colts final was. Uh, I know Philip Rivers was looking pretty good, which doesn't surprise me. I've always liked Rivers, uh, even when he was with the Chargers. So, um, and they lost 27 to 20 to Jacksonville. So, we got two 0-1 teams going against each other next week. Uh, Phillip Rivers finished with 363 passing yards, but two interceptions. Um, so, and then it looks like... Oh, I was just seeing in the box score it listed Brissett, but it says he was O of O, so we didn't see the end, so I'll have to look that up later, but hopefully Philip Rivers didn't have any sort of injury. Um, it says Brissett was O of O, but if he had to come in for just a play, you wonder what might have happened. But anyway, I'm sure we'll get some information on that before next week's games. Um, so anyway, I didn't see any of the Colts game. We were obviously watching Vikings Packers. Um, Philip Rivers had a pretty good game, except with two picks. Um, and Mike Zimmer's defenses have usually, usually played really well against Philip Rivers. Um, there's a couple guys out there in particular the Vikings have usually played against really well. One is Eli Manning, and one is Philip Rivers. So. Just initially, even though I think the Colts will be a pretty good team with Phillip Rivers, initially I like our chances of beating them, just knowing how well we've usually played against them. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, you, you have any thoughts on that, Colton? It should be a, a very good game. Um, I was just kind of shocked at how many passing yards uh, Phillip Rivers had today. And I know you weren't, obviously, but I was. Because I wasn't expecting that. Well, I wouldn't say I I wouldn't necessarily say I wasn't shocked. I wouldn't say I was shocked either, if that makes any sense. I've yes. seen Rivers throw for three hundred plus yards before, but with multiple picks. Yeah. And he did the same thing today. So Only two. Yeah, but that's yeah, still multiple I, I interceptions. Um 
And that's, I mean, I've seen him, like I said, make turnovers against the Vikings. I am curious to see what Zimmer draws up next week um, with these young defensive backs. Like I said, even though we gave up a ton of passing yards and four touchdowns passing from Rodgers, one positive I could take out of it, silver lining, so to speak, is at least we were close on some of them. Obviously, if you continue to give them up, no matter how close you are, at the end of the year, it's not going to look good. But like I said early on, I can at least take that positivity out of it. How long is Hunter out for? They said a minimum of three weeks. I'm hoping he'll be back after that, but we'll see. Um, so the only we- reason why I asked was because I was thinking, oh, he might come back next week, but I guess I haven't. So he's for sure out against the Colts and the Tennessee Titans. And then the following week we played the Houston Texans. I'm hoping he can come back for that game. Um, I mean, I'm hoping we can go make it one and one against the Colts, and then you've got a tough game with Tennessee. Um, We definitely have a tough stretch. So um, I'd say even if we can come out of, let's see, we play the Colts, the Titans, then the Texans, and Seattle. So if somehow if we can come out of the Seattle game, at that point in the year, if we can come out, if we can come out going into the Atlantic, or after the Atlanta game, which is our sixth game, if we can come out of that game three and three or four and two, I'd be pretty happy with some of the games we play. Zero on Monday night. For the Vikings? Yeah. Uh, no, those are all Sunday games. Good job. Good job. And then... And then after the Atlanta game, we have our bye, and then we go to Green Bay right after the bye. So I do like... You know, it just depends where we're sitting as a team then, too. But if looking at it right now, I like that we have two weeks to prepare for Green Bay the second time around. I do like that. That's two weeks? Because of the bye week. Oh, yeah, that's true. So we have two weeks to prepare for Green Bay, which I like that aspect of it, but we'll see where we are record-wise. I mean... We play Tom Brady after the bye. Yep. You're sitting there with a smile on your face thinking we might lose that game. No, I'm smiling just because I'd actually... That's actually not why. I'd say it's also because, same thing I said with the Vikings... You guys having two weeks to prepare for Brady and Tampa Bay could help you guys, you know? So. Mm-hmm. What did you think of our, um, excuse, excuse me, what did you think of our defense today? Um, I was actually going to get back to that, so thanks for the reminder. Yep. I thought your past defense, especially, well, it's hard to say, actually, just because we didn't pass hardly at all the first half. Second half, you guys had a big lead, and we're trying not to give up the huge play, so you were willing to give up some yards. So it's hard to gauge, I'd say. Um, I'd say, for the most part, your pass defense was better than the run defense, although, again, it's hard to gauge. Um, I thought... um, But what I was going to say earlier, and I just came back to it, thanks to you mentioning it, but... Jair Alexander, I was really impressed by again today. He's a heck of a young corner. Um, that that sack was a perfectly timed call. 
Um, I didn't completely like the play action that close to our end zone, but at the same time, right after running it, I could see why they called it. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I can also see why they were trying to catch him off guard and maybe take a deep shot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a heck of a play call, though, bringing him on the blitz in that situation. So I thought in the moment, I thought that was a great play call. And um, not saying that's the only reason Green Bay won, of course, but that was the starting point of the change in momentum right there. That was really the big starting point. I got to say, our defense looked... I don't know if you're going to agree with this. Our defense looked pretty good, kind of, second half, towards the end of the first half. It looked pretty good. Oh, towards the end of the first half? Yeah, and going into the second half. Yep. Like I said, it's hard to gauge any time when you have a double-digit lead and you give up yards. It can be hard to gauge. Um, But like we talked about, Though with that said, if the Vikings defense could have held them, I mean that it would have been a it would have been interesting to see if we could have held them any of those times the second half when we kept scoring because we were scoring obviously the second half and we could have scored again and made it a really interesting game. But I gotta say, penalties did not help both teams today. With that said, and I was actually going to comment on that, too. Um, I think it... I don't think there was any more after they showed the graph, but... Yeah, there was. There was one more, and it was pass interference. Oh, was it? Okay. I think so. I can't remember. Well, I know there was the pass interference in the Tampa Bay game that oh, we yeah, saw. Oh, yeah. That, that, um, that was the one I was thinking of. Not so, right. anyway... No, you're fine. So... I'm pretty sure it was five penalties on each side, which honestly, um, five, I'm not. I actually thought it was a fairly clean game as far as that goes. The reason I say that is especially after no preseason and everything with COVID, when you have five penalties on each side for for 10 total in the game, for the first game of the year, I think that's actually pretty good and speaks to the coaching staff and the preparation they've done in the in training camp. So with that aspect, I was pretty happy both on both sides, seeing not a lot of flags. Because honestly, and maybe you'll agree with this, Colton, I don't know. But honestly, even when they get called in our favor, um, like when the other team actually, I obviously don't. Want to see bad calls made even when they go in our favor. I mean, once in a while, it's like, okay, it's about time we deserve that because they made some bad calls against us. But what I'm getting at is when it's an evenly called game, even when it's evenly called, I really, even when they go in our favor, I really don't like when they have a ton of penalties. It just makes the game go forever. So that's why with certain crews, when they're known to penalize a lot, and you might have, rather than 10 total for a game, you might have 30 to 40 combined. That just drives me crazy, Um, especially when there's questionable calls in there. But just in general, even when some go your way, I just don't like the high penalty games in general. Yep, Um, I agree. I think it was a very good, clean game, as you said. It looked pretty good. Of course, and, of course, I'm I'm very happy because my team came out on the winning end of that. And 
clean wise, not only penalty wise, but even turnover wise. I mean, with the exception of the one pass Cousins missed to Thielen, where you always got to throw it closer to the sideline on that particular route, and he missed the, to the outside, and like so often happens, it led to an interception. But um, I mean, Thielen tried to knock it down, got knocked in the air, and then your guy. Made a great pick. That was Alexander, too, right? Yep. Because yep. he had the sack and the pick, so he had a great game. But Dang, he didn't get a fumble. I said, <laughs> I, I said to Elijah, I'm like, oh, he might, get the, he might get the interception, the safety, and the fumble. But that didn't happen. So anyway, um, like I said, silver lining, it sucks to lose. But um, the hat's off to Green Bay again. I'm not going to be too bitter about it or make a scene or anything, <laughs> obviously. Um, so I I'm going to take it, you know, I'm going to take it like a fan should rather than be too bitter and just move on to next week. The game, the season's still 16 games long until next year when we go to a 17th game. So there's a whole lot of season left. And like I said, and even Colton agreed, I mean, there was still some positives we saw of the Vikings. So... Mm-hmm. And I even said with Scott, too, in the podcast leading up to the game um, when we did our pick segment, I said with Scott Fuller that after this game, no matter what the result was, it's only one game. It's only one game, and I wasn't going to get too high, and I wasn't going to get too low. Um, You want to... You know, it's one game, so you don't want to get too high on the team, even if we would have blown Green Bay out. It's one game, you don't want Same if we would have got blown out. I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we kept it yeah. somewhat competitive. But that's all I'm saying is Scott and I both talked about it. After one game, you'd want to avoid getting too high or too low as a fan. So. What do you think, hypothetical, if the Vikings go 0-2 to start? So long season. Um, I don't think it'll happen again. I, I know it's not going to happen again, just because I like how we usually face, play against Philip Rivers. Um, granted, I know he's in with a new team, but still, mm-hmm. my point is we've always, almost always played well against Philip Rivers. So even though I think it'll be a good game, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I'm not too worried about it. Um, if they would start 0-2, though, I'd say the same thing. It's a long season, but you got to win a game and show something because if you start 0-2, it's not a good start. But no, it's not, and I don't, and I don't see that happening. But I just thought I'd ask. Yeah. I don't see Green Bay starting 0-2. Or, yeah. That's well, not going to happen. You but. don't think they'll... Well, they can't start 0-2. Yeah. But. You don't even think they'll start 1-1 one one at this point, I suppose. No. After from what I saw with Detroit and them giving up... What was it? They were up 20 and they gave up 27 points. Just like yeah. that. I don't see Detroit... With that said, I could see Detroit playing it close like Chicago but I again we'll see what games we actually pick next week but yeah I don't I think Green Bay will start 2-0 I don't want them to get too overconfident thinking oh this is going to be an easy team and we're going to win 
And then them losing. I don't what, want that to happen. Right. That's the hope for any fan that you yeah. don't get too you don't get too overconfident. Mm-hmm. I think with Aaron Rodgers and also the coach you guys have over there, LaFleur, I don't think and the reason I mentioned Rodgers too is because he's a leader, obviously. I don't see either of them letting that happen. I just don't see it with that team. Um some teams do let it get to them, but I yeah. As much as I don't like Green Bay, obviously, I don't see it happening with them. So. Um, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and I'll mention this and get your thoughts on it. What did you think of Aaron Rodgers on the sideline today? Did he look happy into the game more than he was in previous years? Yeah, you actually mentioned it, and the funny thing is if you weren't going to mention it, I was actually going to say the same thing. I noticed it, too. Um, I, yeah... Like Colton said, there was there's something different. I think it's partially because him and Lafleur get a lot along a lot better than him and McCarthy did, yeah. especially at the end. I think there was some definite tension there. Um, but yeah, like Colton said, I think actually, you know what it reminds me of um, is Brett Favre with the Vikings back in '09. Favre played with a ton of energy that year, excitement. Slapping, you know, his offensive line on the butt, all that, after big plays. I mean, he just brought excitement that year. I think Favre always played with some of that, but that year there was something in Favre. You could just see how much fun he was having. And it's only one game, but I definitely... That's actually the closest comparison I can come up with is Aaron Rodgers compared to the 9 Brett Favre because I definitely saw that... Um, Today, out of Rodgers on the bench and everything, the smile he had, he looked a lot happier than he did at the end with McCarthy, let's put it that way. He looked a lot happy out on the, he looked a lot, he was happy out on the field, he was smiling, he was standing up and watching the defense, which you never saw that last year, the year before, I mean, I don't know what it is, it could be them drafting the QB or something. I, I don't think that would be a factor, but... I think it, it's I think it's more... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Colton. It's okay, you can go. I think it's still more the coaching than anything. Yes. I think him and LaFleur see eye-to-eye, where him and McCarthy didn't, especially at the end. I think early on, early on, okay, maybe they got along fine, but at the end, I really think there was a lot of tension with him and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, and I can agree with that. But there's just something with Aaron Rodgers this year that... And I don't know if it's going to continue into next game or something like that, but there's just something in him t- this year that he's happy. He's into the game. He was into the game versus Vikings. And I just thought of this, too. So if he didn't do that last year, because... Um, LaFleur was there last year, too. Actually, I take that back. He did look kind of happy. I don't know what game that was, but he looked like he was engaged. But what I was going to say is, if you didn't see it as much last year, you wonder why, because it was the same coach. My thought on that, because I just thought of this while you were talking, is it was their first year together, and he saw the success they had after a year, how they went 13-3 and in his first year as a coach. They lost in the NFC Championship game. So it might be after one year he fully trusts his coach now, too. That yeah. could be part of it. Um, could be that... Did you know they're around the same age? 
Yes, actually, there's uh, <laughs> yeah, Lafleur is one of those young coaches. <laughs> it's crazy to think about, but but again, um, I think Rogers definitely respects him because even though they're around the same age, uh, you can see Rogers playing well, obviously today, and um, also just how into the game he looks compared to at the end with McCarthy. So. They use some of. Uh... Uh, Elias uh, offensive scheme today too for rushing. Yes, that's right. The announcers mentioned that um, during halftime. That with all the um, shovel passes, especially those short little motion shovel passes, that it looked a lot like the Rams' offense. Um, and look at the similarities too. That's another young coach, Sean McVay. Oh, I'll let you go. Yeah, I was, that's what pretty much all I was okay. going to say is you see the similarities in those are two of the two super young coaches, you know, that bring a little different play style to the game, I think, than they, some of the older guys. They also were in Washington, so they both know their their scheme, kind of. I, I think it would be interesting if they had a chance to meet in the playoffs to see who would come out on the winning end and who would... McVay and LaFleur, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, We'll see how the Rams are, I guess, this year. We'll see how well they do. We'll see tonight. I'm excited for that game tonight. That's the Sunday night game? Yes. I'm also excited to see Tom Brady lose, by the way. (laughs) We'll see about that. Um, Seeking of which... You said the Rams game. Who did they play again tonight? I don't have the schedule pulled up. The Cowgirls. Oh, that's right. Rams-Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, that could be a good game. Like, yeah. I hope... Well, in a way... Yeah, I hope the Rams win. Yeah, I don't thank like you, the thank Cowboys. So. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens, though. We'll it would be fun to see the Rams... In the playoffs again, but um, or like you said, if somehow they met Green Bay in the playoffs, that would be a lot of fun. But I think it would be. I think it would make for <coughs> a much more interesting game than the uh, Packers versus Forty ers With that said, even if the Rams played the Vikings, I'd be excited because yes. there you have a total different situation. You've got. Older, super experienced head coach, Mike Zimmer. Older, super experienced offensive coordinator who's been a head coach in Gary Kubiak (laughs) facing the young mind to Sean McVay. So, obviously it's way too early to speculate about playoffs. We're just saying it would be a lot of fun to see him play either Green Bay or Minnesota. Yes, it would be. Um, When was it? I don't think it was last year. I want to say it was two years ago. The Vikings played the Rams, and they actually got into a shootout. Cousins had a really good game. Goff had a really good game. Um, so, anyway. Actually, I'm just going to look this up quick, because that game, from what I remember, was super high scoring. Um, so, it was 38-31 to 31 in 2018. The Rams came out on top. Cousins threw the ball 50 times and had 422 passing yards and three touchdowns, was 36 of 50, 
Jared Goff had 465 passing yards and five touchdowns. Wasn't that the year that they went to the Super Bowl? 2018. Because um, you said the Rams won, right? The Rams won by seven, yes. Okay. And both quarterbacks just lit it up. Um, and no, the Eagles beat the Patriots oh. that year. Oh, that, that's what. Okay, so anyway, but yeah, that was a... F- in some ways, I'd love to see us face McVay again. Just, And it would be interesting to see if the same thing happened, if Cousins and Goff got in a shootout again, or if uh, Zimmer could find ways to slow him down. But either way, like I said, it's way too early to talk playoffs. We just were talking about how fun it would be to either see McVay against LeFleur or opposite situation where he's facing an older coach and an older offensive coordinator. But Your defense will probably be a little bit better next week. and The Vikings? Yes, yeah. probably. If they're not, then I don't know what you guys... Do you guys need Hunter back? Here's... Well, I think part of it's the young corners. Um, I said it coming even into the game, though, that there was going to be some growing pains with the young corners. Yeah. But I still think there's a chance they can be better than the last squad. And I hate to be a broken record, but again, even though they gave up a ton of yards, how close they were on some coverages at least gives me some hope that, okay, they can, they can at least... Um, they can at least stay with some wide receivers, you know, stride with first drag. Mm-hmm. Adams killed us today. Um, yep. And again, there was a couple of throws we were close with him, but we didn't keep him in front of us. He got behind us, even though we were close with our. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse. Even though we were close, by the time he caught it, he beat us too much, obviously, and had a huge game. Uh, with. We limited their other receivers pretty well, um, but we've been saying that for a while. Green Bay needs more help at receiver. With that said, I still think Lazard is going to be a pretty good receiver. We talked about that in the podcast before, too. Veldez Scantling, I think, could be good. He had two drops today, but he also had the catch right before halftime. So um, there's some promise there, but he also had two drops thankfully for green bay unfortunately for us but thankfully for them it didn't come back to hurt them you know the yeah. two drops but yeah i do agree we hopefully we can pick up somebody in trade before the trade deadline comes or something but i don't know are they gonna regret not drafting a wide receiver this year or, we'll see. Or are they going to be like, oh, see, we told you, we had our receivers. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, I think Rodgers is going to make some receivers better yes. than they really are. He's too. always he's always done that before. I, I think Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Just, really? just going to mention really? Brady for a minute. Really? I also think Tom Brady's done that because he has. I think he made some receivers better than they really were. Because with the exception of Randy Moss, they never had... Okay, Wes Welker had pretty good years, but he never had that many superstar receivers, and he has had a heck of a career. But what, what? Where did that lead him last year? Last year, they weren't good. 
they just weren't. But with that said, I think in Tampa Bay, he's got more weapons this year, and I think Tampa Bay will be in the playoffs. I'm not saying they'll win the division, but I think I'm they'll be in the playoffs. I'm going to Sharp and say it. Tom Brady has been good, as what you said, just like Aaron Rodgers. He'll make a he'll make a Lazard look dang good. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Yeah, go on. Yep, you're um, going. Uh, how come he couldn't take somebody out of the stand and they can wide receiver and they can look good last year, huh? I'm listening. Well, the, I, they, I'm, don't, they I'm don't listening. use they don't usually recruit fans. No, I, I'm just saying. I'm just using that for an analogy. Tom Brady can take someone out of the stands, you don't know him or something, and use him for a wide receiver and makes him a star. He has done that with Julian Edelman. Yeah. He's done that with previous players. What happened to that last year? I can make a better case. Last year. Last year. Had wide receivers. Tom Brady had his receivers that he was... There was previous. My only point was he, with Edelman, even Welker to a degree, though, he made them better than they were. Welker, I don't want to take anything from because he was a heck of a receiver, but um, I'm just saying he, all I was saying is, like Rodgers, he has made certain receivers better than they were. But uh-huh. And I brought up last year, how come that didn't happen? They didn't have as good of a team in general, I don't think. I think that was part of it. You're beating around the bush. No. I can see it. I'm not. I just, you asked the question and I answered it. Tom Brady is in decline. We'll see. We'll see with Tampa Bay. I still think that Tampa Bay will make the playoffs. I think Brady will have a pretty good year. Um, I'm not saying he's not declined some. We've even said it about Rodgers. Even Rodgers is still good, but, but you Rogers, and I even both said that Rodgers has declined some. Not saying it's been a huge drop-off, but you even agreed that he has dropped off some yes. than previous years. But he's still a heck of a quarterback. I am excited to see Brady in Tampa Bay, not because I'm a Brady fan, because I'm not. But just because with how many weapons he has there, I'm curious to see what numbers Brady can put up in Tampa Bay. Well, of course he'll put up numbers because he has weapons this year. That's what the Tom Brady fans or lovers want is for him to have help. He had the help last year and look where he ended up. (laughs) Like I said, I can make a better case that Aaron Rodgers needs more help than him. I still don't think he had a lot of help in New England. Because Tom Brady has more Super Bowl rings than Rodgers. I still don't think he had that much help in New England last year. I think they were just a worse team than previous years. They weren't worse. I'm not saying they were terrible. I just think they had a worse roster than some years. But. I am curious to see what New England will do without Brady and what Brady will do without Belichick. I am curious to see where they both end up at the end of the year. I will say this. I think Tom Brady retires before Belichick wins a green. Another one without Tom Brady. I could see Belichick winning one and Tom Brady not. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Would I like to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl this year? Yes, because he'd be the first person to bring a team to host a Super Bowl. 
in their own stadium. Okay. Do I think it will happen? No. It won't because you and I can agree on this. How is he going to get out of that division with... Okay, so Atlanta played today. They, they probably lost, and they didn't look too good. The score didn't look good from what I've seen. But Drew Brees, how is he going to get past him, playing him twice? You don't need to win the division to make the Super Bowl. I, I, I know, we have I seen that before. I know, I'm seeing how is he going to make it out of the NFC. I can name a bunch of teams that are um, a little bit better than I, his. I agree with you, but at the same time... I've seen crazier things happen. I know. So I'm not going to say there's no chance of them making the Super Bowl. I, I, didn't, because I didn't say that either. No, no, I know you didn't. I'm just commenting in general. Um, I I mean, I, like I said, I think they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think they'll find a way to make the playoffs. Yes. So just like I think both the Vikings and Packers will make the playoffs, I think both the Saints and Tampa Bay will make the playoffs. So that's four of your playoff teams right there, in my opinion. Um, who knows? Maybe Carolina finds a way in too. Um, it'll be interesting. But did you just say? What I think you just said that they might make the playoffs. I said it'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, they lost to Las Vegas today, um, so I'm not super confident they'll make the playoffs. But you never know. I think Carolina has a pretty good team. Who's their running back? Christian McCaffrey. How good is he? Dang good. Thank you. That proves my point. Granted, they lost to Las Vegas, who I also think is an improved team and who I think could make the playoffs. So it wasn't like they lost to a terrible team today, and it was a close game, <laughs> and it was a close game too. So they, they I will say it, it's um, Gruden's third. Yeah, here he needs to make the playoffs, or he's gonna be done. Well, I don't agree with that. When the guy signed a ten-year contract. I've seen it happen before. Coaches sign big contracts or something like that. And I've like, never, oh. I've never seen it in a ten-year contract. After three years, he's the first one to get a ten-year contract. I'm no. just saying in that, or even, even, or anywhere even close to that length. I, I would have waited. I would have given him a three-year deal, and if he would have done something like Kyle Shanahan did, make it to the Super Bowl. Either win or lose, give them a 10, 10 year contract. With that said, I still think Las Vegas can make the playoffs. I think they have an improved team. I, I, um, I think Derek Carr is returning to more of his old self. Um, not saying he's an elite quarterback by any means, but I think he's in that second to third tier of guys. Um, I think, so in other words, I think he's above average. I'd say. If not in Kirk Cousins tier, because I still think Kirk Cousins is a second tier quarterback. But if he's not in the second tier, I think he's at least in the third tier. And with the combination of Josh Jacobs and what I think will be an improved defense, I think Las Vegas can be a pretty good team this year. Um, how long has it been since they've been in the playoffs? Las Vegas. Well, o- what, used to be what, Oakland. What year was it? Because I believe that was the year that. He- uh, Carr got hurt in that playoff game. Right, it was. He uh, got hurt, and I knew when that happened. Well, I shouldn't say I know, because you never know for sure. Um, but when you see a quarterback go down that was having as good of a year as him, 
you don't like your chances. And they lost to Houston. Um, they lost to Houston, I think it was, yeah, 27 to 14 in 2000, and it was the 2016 season, but 2017, of course, because it was the playoffs. So, uh, 2016 season. If he can return to that form, like he did in 2016, which has been four years? Four or three. Which one do you want to go with? Well, this will be the fifth season because we're in the. Um, well, since then it'll be the because that was the twenty sixteen season. So this will be the fourth season since then. If he can return to that form and make it all the way back, he could have gone farther in the playoffs. He could have led that team a lot farther in the playoffs if he did not. Get hurt. I think they could have beat Houston for yes, sure. Yes. And then, you know, we would have seen what would have happened after that. But he needs to return back to that form. And I think he will. With Gruden there and stuff like that, he'll. And with Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs, yep. Looking as good as he was today from what I've seen from the little that you and I watched of that game, he looks dang good and. I said this last year, and he did too. Like, he should have won Rookie of the Year, but Kyler Murray did. And I didn't, yeah. agree, and I didn't agree with that whatsoever. I didn't, I didn't agree with it either. With that said, Murray also had a good year. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure if they had someone else on here, his name is uh, Ethan Sindelier. They might know him. You know him. <laughs> I know him. He's a Cardinals fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he would disagree with us, but... I'm just saying he didn't deserve it. Yes, he kind of did, but Josh Jacobs deserved it more if he would if he would have not gotten hurt. Yeah, another thing I was gonna say. So, like you said, if Carr can return to form, which I think last year he started to head in the right direction. This year, if he can improve even more, I think he'll be closer to his 2016 self. But Darren Waller showed a lot of promise, the young tight end last year. He had some really good games. Um, and then you have Hunter Renfro at wide receiver, who I like a lot. You also have Nelson Aguilar, who is, you know, not a bad third, re third or fourth receiver. And then, of course, they drafted Henry Ruggs this year, too. So I think he'll have a lot of weapons to work with, um, which is part of the reason I think they'll be better. And Waller last year at tight end had 90 catches for 1,145 yards. So he's a pretty good young tight end for sure. Um, the other quarterback I'll mention, because a couple of seasons ago in 2018, um, Carson Wentz. Yep. If he can return to his um, – MVP season, because I'm pretty sure he would have won the MVP award that season if he would have not gotten hurt. If he can return back to that, he can he can take Philadelphia back. Yeah, I agree. I like Wentz a lot I have ever since he came out of North Dakota State. He hasn't, he hasn't looked so good. And granted, he's only played... How many seasons? And he's only played like 
two full seasons. With that said, and I think Washington can be improved this year. I still they have don't Chase think, Young. <laughs> I still don't think they'll be quote unquote great, but I think they'll be improved because plus. Smith. Plus, Haskins has a year under his belt, and he's at least for now the starter. We'll see about Alex Smith down the road. But um, anyway, they made a big comeback today, so that didn't look good. Um, I mean, it looked good for Washington. Didn't look good on the other end um, for Philadelphia. But um, anyway, uh, and I, again, we didn't really see anything except game clips when they showed touchdowns, so I don't really know. Um, tomorrow, like I usually do, I'll I'll kind of prepare for next week even before I know what games we're doing. I'll watch the short five-minute highlights or whatever they are from NFLnetart.com and watch the game highlights just to see how some guys look because uh, I don't know what games we'll do. It's kind of random. Um, but so I don't know how Wentz looked. I just know they blew a lead against Washington by giving up 27 unanswered points. So. I'll say this too: if uh, Alex Smith returns to his old self before his injury, if he comes out and plays next week, because they only named Haskins for Week One, and they don't, I don't think they don't know who they're gonna have. Uh, this week slash next weekend. With that said, I don't think they make the move if they keep winning. I know it's only one game. I know. But after their comeback win, I don't think after a win they'll just go to Alex Smith, regardless True. of if he's held. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. But I think at least until they get a first loss or a really bad game from Haskins, I think they'll stick with them until... Either they lose or he has a bad game, and then we'll see what happens after that. We'll see what they're like this year. I know they got a pretty good guy on our defense. His name is uh, Chase Young. I don't know how good their defense was today. But... Well, we know they came back, so yeah. they obviously made the changes they need to. And... Um... So they came back from 17-0, uh, Carson Wentz had two interceptions and two touchdowns. Was 24 of 42 for 270. Haskins was 17 of 31 for 178 and a touchdown. Um, and... That means the defense scored more touchdowns then. Or they must have ran the ball in. So, yeah, they had one. Uh, Barbara had two rushing touchdowns. And Chase Young had one and a half sacks and two tackles. <laughs> Still good. Yep. I, uh, Colton and I agreed on this. Um, our defensive rookie of the year prediction was Chase Young. Um, I'd say he's off to a... Good start with one and a half sacks in his debut. How's uh, your rookie of the year doing? What's that? How's your rookie of the year doing? Which rookie? one? I, I, I listed a couple guys that I Joe thought Lara. could be pretty good. You know who I was talking about, Joe Lara. No, I actually asked because I didn't. I mentioned a few different guys that I thought could be in the running. but I, I know Tua Tungalaiola didn't play today, but 
I predict he's going to do. Uh, he's going to do better than Joel. Yeah, we will see about that. Um, but they play tomorrow, don't they? Jackson or Cincinnati, sorry, is up seven to three on the Chargers. Okay. Uh, Joe Burrow is seven of eleven for forty-five yards. That's okay. And three carries for twenty-two yards and a touchdown. <laughs> so he's off to a decent start. Not a ton of yards, but looks like he's playing a pretty good game so far. Uh, 49ers, we'll just run through some other scores really quick. Might as well. So, um, of current games going on, uh, 49ers are up on the Cardinals 10-7. to hmm. So, it's a close game, 10-7 in the second quarter. Let's go 49ers. New Orleans is up 14-7. to uh, So, that's a one-possession game. Let's go New Orleans. Cowboys and Rams, as we mentioned, play tonight. Yep. Steelers and Giants tomorrow night on Monday night, as well as the Titans and Broncos. Seattle, and then to run through some earlier games, Seattle won 38-25 over Atlanta. New England beat Miami 21-11. Las Vegas beat Carolina 34-30. Jacksonville, we mentioned, won 27-20. Ravens over the Browns 38-6. Bills over the Jets 27-17. And we know the Chiefs won on Thursday. So, anyway, anything else to add, Colton, or does that pretty much wrap it up for the post-game edition? I think that wraps it up. Sounds it, was a, it was a very good game. It yeah. was interesting. Can, I, congrats on... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can go. I was just going to say congrats again on the win. Uh, you guys played the better game. Mm-hmm. I am curious to see how the rest of the year plays out for sure, though, because I think after seeing today... Um, the Vikings, I'd say, at this point, have more work to work on than Green Bay. Not saying Green Bay doesn't have things to work on, because there's always going to be something to work on. The little things. But I think at this point, Minnesota has more to work on. But I still think both teams are going to be pretty good at the end of the year. So. There's little things to work on for Green Bay, but there's a lot more than yep. than Green Bay has to work on. And my prediction is... I'm going to say right here right now is that uh, Green Bay wins the division. It could happen. Um, like I said before, I think they'll both make the playoffs regardless. Yes. I, I My prediction is still the Vikings will win the division. That could change depending how we play the next couple no, of weeks. You can't, you can't change your you can't change your decision. That's no, I'm just I'll say that's what I predicted early on. That's yeah. for sure. So I'm still sticking with it. But I'm saying in a couple of weeks, depending on how we're doing. At that point, I might say at this point in the year. I think Green Bay will win the division. I'm not saying that will happen, that but will I'll happen. I'll still say <laughs> I'll still admit though what I predicted at the start of the year. Yeah. No, regardless of what happens. But either so. way, today was a very good game, and yep. I'm looking forward to the next game, which is in November. Yep, I am too. Um, it'll be interesting. I know when Green Bay revisits the fan thing that. Technically, they're going to revisit that right before they play us. So it's possible their very first game with fans will be against Minnesota, which would kind of suck for us. But at the same time, it's how it goes. So we'll see what they decide to do when they decide. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks, Colton, as always. Mm -hmm. Uh, Congrats again on the win. And I look forward to the rest of the year, not only on the pick segment, but... Uh, just to see how the rest of the year goes. And maybe 
when we play in November, we'll do the same thing where we do a post-game edition. I will say that I will defeat all y'all in the pick segment. Yeah, that's we'll that, see about that. That's my prediction. I know you're the defending champ, yes. but we'll see about that. All right, thanks for listening as always, and uh, we'll make another episode, of course, next week with the pick segment. So thanks for listening as always. Thank you, Colton, as always, for coming on, mm-hmm. and I look forward to the rest of the year.